demonstrates the 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 level of uh, how one says it of of illegality that the owners would have wanted to continue to demonstrate despite us having closed them down. But equally, I think it also further demonstrated the levels of vulnerabilities for our communities when they are not informed of what is legal and how we then should also be as communities aware of any that we must report any illegal act. And here's what I think on the side of communities is also becomes important, that when we get a school, when we get notification as a department that a school is operating illegally, firstly, we write a letter directly to them to inform them to close immediately, uh, we write a letter to the uh, district office, our district office that is the closest to the school, so that they can also go deliver such a letter, but also monitor that that school does not operate. But equally, we also inform the law enforcement agencies about an illegally operating school. Now, with the multiplicity of all of those levels of communication that we do, uh, I must also help to indicate that we also inform parents of learners that are at a particular school that that school is operating legal, and that is why we get the district to be uh, to go to the school to then reallocate those learners to uh, register and 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 and. Um, Mm-hmm. schools that yes. are recognized by the department. Mm-hmm. Now, to the extent that it would happen, it would demonstrate that this, the owners or purported owners of this school would have been just deliberately breaking the law because we we go to them, they would close, and they open again in a different side, and that demonstrates just how Mm-hmm. much they were breaking the law and, now, and for that we yes. continue to pursue them. Now it's all good to write letters but is the department now planning to register a criminal case against Milton Park English Foundation School as we understand that some of the teachers are not even registered or documented? In fact it, it even continues because remember one of the basic issues that we have to deal with before any school can be registered for that matter uh, at an independent school. There is, there is a protocol and process that we go through, one of which we check that uh, teachers at, the, at that school are registered with the South African uh, Council of Educators. But not only about the teachers, we also go check the broad governance issues of the school, financial uh, sustainability of the school, because we would not want parents to be getting to a school or sending children to the school where we know that in no time they will have financial problems and therefore close down. We also look into the the state of buildings. That is why occupational health and safety standards are important. So these are pre-registration requirements. So for any independent school that is approved by the department, it must meet the stringent requirements. Now, in this case, you will therefore see that there was some daring on the part of those that continued to operate. And we did open up a case against them, and we would continue to pursue them. In fact, as a matter of fact, should, should we know where they are, we will also ensure that we get 
the law enforcement agencies to go and arrest it because what they have committed are acts of crime and criminality. Mm-hmm. To what extent that, uh, does South Africa's immigration crisis contributes to the mushrooming of these illegal so-called private schools? Look, I'm sure uh, the one aspect of the immigration issue is not a purview of the department because we do not necessarily control the people that come in to the country. It's a, a function of the Department of uh, Home Affairs. But I must have to indicate that the Department of Education works very closely with our counterparts in the Department of Home Affairs because what we do not want to have in the, in the system is to have learners that would come um, into our system uh, and, and then claim. Uh, to be illegally in the country. And that is why our working relationship with the Department of Home Affairs, and to that extent, I can indicate this, that um, we do know that there may be young people, even in our public schooling system, that would be classified as undocumented learners. And when a learner is undocumented, and it may not be a foreigner by that for that for that reason, it may be a South African where the parents may not have registered that child at birth, and therefore they may not have a birth certificate. We get the Department of Home Affairs to come to our schools, and we are able to then get them registered after submission of all the necessary requirements that would mm-hmm. make them eligible. But remember also that <clears throat> other people that may be coming into our country who are <clears throat> excuse me, purported to be uh, illegal or, or foreigners, they may have come into a country through other legal means. You may have asylum seekers and, and people that fall in those different categories. And when we have such people, we also have the constitutional obligation in terms of the international standards and protocols that we have signed on with, the, with UNESCO and all related bodies that we must be able to provide for, for, for their education. But it, we do that on the basis that those people are legitimate and legal yes. in the country. And that is why we, as a Department of mm-hmm. Education, cannot legitimize illegality yes. of persons. And that is why we, we become hard on institutions or any other yes. person who may not have the required documentation to be in our school.